This episode on the Mesh.tv is sponsored by The Sock Factory, making quality socks in North Carolina since 1975. Producers of Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock, The Sock Factory has something for everyone. Find out more at thesockfactory.com. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fantasy Formula Volume 10, Episode 8. The dynamic duo is struggling after losing both contests, breaking our records to 3-2. and two. Chad East falls to 1,000 and 3,000 in every other league that he plays in. We're not really sure how many leagues he's responsible for, but who cares? He still came out a loser. As you know, coming to you live today, Mr. Imer is in charge of this show, my hype man, my little guy behind the mic is out combing the streets trying to sell some printing. Go get it, Chad. Go get it. Get that paper, dog. Go get it, Chad. But I wanted to lead with, uh, with uh, that song because Chad is the hype man. And anytime you're around Chad, he's bringing the energy up. And so dynamite comes in small packages, and that's a, a very good explanation of Chad. So we're going to try to keep the energy uh, up in the show, but it's going to be a little bit more adult. Uh, seeing that Mr. East is not going to be running the controls. So with that being said, with Chad not here, I was able to bring in more of a sophisticated approach to this show. We were able to bring in some actual uh, 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 people that know what they're doing around the broadcast window. Uh, Mr. Andrew Moose. What's up, Hank? How you doing, buddy? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Thanks I'm for having me. Glad to have you in here. Walk by every time I come to this place, and yes, now sir. I get to sit in here with a true professional. Uh, now, with that being said, Mr. Michael McNally. Hank, how you doing? I'm doing well. Glad to have you here. Good to be here. I know. You know, one of the things that we talk about when we do our show is it's completely off the cuff. And uh, you guys came in with papers and computers and stuff that normally we don't come in with. So this Well, you don't know real- what they're on right now, so I guess that <laughs> it's wide open. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, like I said earlier, we had a rough week in our league, Oof. Chad and I did. I mean, we were right at the top of our, of our uh, bracket and standings, and uh, both of us took a, a beating. And uh, the reason for it, for mine at least I can say, is that we're starting to get into those bye weeks. And this is when you start to really – start to remember having that hazy look at your draft board and yeah, say, I don't care if three of them are off on week five. <laughs> that cream rises, man. It that does, man. Rise. It does. But I think what I realized is this week, for me, it was a tough loss. It was a tough loss. But um, it may be my only one, let's hope, because I had three big guys sit down. I had uh, Mike, uh, Michael Thomas. He had a sit for me. Mm-hmm. Ingram had a sit for me. Devonta Freeman had a sit for me. So I walked in with some of my firepower out. Are you guys starting to see the same stuff in your league? Definitely with the injury front, there's a little concern now with the, that and the, the bye weeks. I lucked out, and I made sure in mine having uh, the buys. I, I got stung by that a couple years ago and paid a lot more attention to it now and, and marked that down. But um, now you definitely see it, especially I saw some people scrambling with uh, – 
they might have two kickers for some reason, <laughs> and they didn't realize they both had buys in the same week. So those are always some interesting waiver wire transactions. Yeah, while you're drafting two kickers, you should get kicked out of a league for that. Yeah, there's no excuse for that whatsoever. <laughs> None. Uh, I, I've I've had a few guys uh, on, on the buy this week. I, I actually pulled out a W this week. That was um, it, it was surprising, uh, but hey, you know we're just. But I'm actually leading a 12 man league right now, so it's. Uh, it's different. I've never been in this position before of actually being successful in fantasy football. So I'm all I'm I'm ready to talk you're, about your quarter it. of the season in, buddy. Your quarter you're of the season ready. in. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm ready to give advice now. Man. I'm going to attribute that to the fantasy formula. That that's one right, right there. That's right. That's right. That, that one right there. We're going to attribute it to the fantasy formula. Now, are you in one league? Andrew? I'm in two leagues. Two leagues. Yeah, I'm in two leagues. I'm in um, a, a local league with uh, 12 guys from here in Hickory, and uh, and a family league, which is a little bit uh, degaffing it, if you if you. Will. Yeah, that's, right. that's that's a little bit different dynamic because right, you really can't talk right. trash to your mom. No, not really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, powerful genie move. She's not. Yeah, she's not doing too hot in that league. <laughs> I, think, I I understand because I think that that's a manageable manageable amount of leagues. Sure, I'm in one. Okay, right. now it's a high stakes league. Now, now, Michael, from what I understand, you're in several leagues in, in years past. Have been in even more than that. Well, I'm in one now. I've whittled it down to one. Last okay. year I was in two. Uh, both league central guys that went to college with uh just honestly at the end of the day it was too many drafts and right. then there's too much to think about at that one time in the year and everything's getting started but i'm in one that's year 18 for us uh, i've been 18. doing that for yeah it's and it's it's kind of the high stakes whoever wins the league yeah. gets to tell us where our draft is the following year or you miss your first five round picks oh if you have gosh. to call in so it's one of those like we have done Vegas. We ran an RV, went around Kentucky for bourbon tours. We've done Atlanta, Nashville, Austin. So we, that's a big time league. And so I've just narrowed it down. That's kind of like I just don't have enough bandwidth in the brain to keep up with everything going on. I, I, that sounds awesome. I want to get on that waiting list to get into that <laughs> league. I mean, that sounds incredible. Franchise I, fees, man. They I, might get you. They might get you. But, you know, I'm in one league. Chad has always had like four leagues always. going on. And the tough thing about that is – you know, keeping up with it is one thing, but it's your ability to keep your liver in check for all these draft nights. I mean, my gosh, guys, are an animal when it comes down to draft nights. But um, I, you know, that's that's kind of the hard thing is when you started getting into this, you can uh, go down a bad slope. And I think Mr. East and myself maybe had a little blip in it, but we're gonna you know start climbing back up. Hopefully, the other teams that we're gonna play are start are going to start seeing these uh, bye weeks starting to hurt them a little bit. Uh, you mentioned injuries. It was a huge week for injuries. It was a injuries. bad weekend for some big-time players. It really was. There's a lot of people hurting. There are a lot of people hurting. There's a lot of fantasy owners hurting. There's a lot of NFL team owners hurting right now. Um, you know, the big one, in the, you know, I mean, I think there were several big ones, but J.J. Watt is no longer, you know, that defense is considered one of the juggernauts in the yeah. NFL, and he's – not going to be able he's not returning they lost him and merciless and merciless they lost yeah. them so that's a huge blow to that team because that's what they're kind of built on although i think deshaun watson ha- or uh has kind of found his niche there and so maybe their offense will be turned uh will turn around and they won't be so one-dimensional but um you know seeing odell beckham jr go down for as the year well. he's down for the year too that's going to hurt a lot of people as well uh anybody else that you know you've uh you know, you would think I mean, would those be- are the those are the big ones that I remember. I mean, I'm still a little shocked with with you know even seeing Devonte Adams the other day looking like he was half decapitated and he plays the next week. So it's right. interesting to try to even keep up with 
with who is injured. But even when you talk about Deshaun, this year was really the year where they were seeing, okay, now they've got this great defense. Now they don't have to be on the field right. you know, for the majority of the game. Well, now is the offense going to be – are we going to go back to that for Houston, which then – what does that mean for all of their fantasy folks, their skill position players on offense, when now the defense might be on there for shorter periods simply because, I mean, they still have plenty of talent on that defense, but is it going to be a little bit more of a turnstile than it was with those two on the field? Those are big-time players. Right. Yeah, the Texans, uh, they – bless their hearts, they can never have they're, – they're never hitting on all cylinders. You know, one or yeah. the other. One or the other. Some, one of their main players always hurt. You know, J.J. Watt out, Mario Wood out. You know, it, it just it just seems like they can never really get together. Plus, all the other things that are going on in their community, the flood and, and, all, and all that stuff. You know, it, and, I, and I can't you can't talk about J.J. Watt without saying you know, okay. By the way, he also raised fourteen million dollars right. for their community. I mean, that's like is, is it more than that? Is it, it more like than that 40. now? It's unbelievable. I mean, it's arguable to say that. Take away quarterbacks, because obviously that's a different animal. Right. The NFL lost its two most marketable stars this weekend in J.J. Watt and Odell Beckham. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. I mean, whether you, whatever you feel about Odell and urinating on imaginary fire hydrants or whatever, two most marketable guys out the same week. I mean, right. a quarter yeah. of the year in. Right. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're exactly right. I think that the, the big thing for um, – that we lose sight of is what these guys mean to the team. And, you know, the NFL, the backups – in so many different areas are millimeters in talent behind the guy that they're replacing. Right. But in certain instances, like J.J. Watt, they're, they are astronomical difference between the defensive end that's coming in behind him and the next guy. So, you know, those guys mean more, like you said, to their community, mean more to their team, and it's just like a blow to that team when they're, when they're lost. And, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., I think that he's a blow – because he's so dynamic. But the other thing is, is they have just been decimated with injury, too. The whole receiver core guy. Yeah. I mean, they lost – at one point in the game, they lost their three or their four receivers. I know that they lost three, and it gets to a point where you can't throw to anybody. Yeah. You know? And well, so, and I saw some tweets when they were talking about – They're running a single wing next week. They were talking about T.O. and, and uh, Ocho Cinco oh, trying to gosh. put out tweets, trying to get on the like, Giants, give me a call. You oh, know Victor's gosh. cruising far behind. Yeah, that, it won't take long to get him out there. But um, some key injuries for sure. Um, and we'll talk about those when we talk about the Fantasy 45 and what that means for next week because we want to talk a little bit about that. But uh, any big – you know, uh, Chad always – likes to talk about our week um and i think it's always a good thing and you know uh one of the big things for uh and chad i'll give him you know a little bit of uh ploy for this one is we are recent tennis players chad and i are okay so we you know both of us love competitive uh sports and love being involved in it and we've just recently joined this tennis league and last night we played right and so each other uh, no 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 we oh, play we play on doubles? a team we okay, play on a okay. team and he played with another partner i played with somebody else and uh I am 0-2 going into last night, and now I'm 0-3. And Chad has won twice, and he has held it over my head. And not only did I have to lose and hear it, I had to drive him to this match, and so I heard it going back the entire time. And so I'm sure my next podcast with Chad, there's going to be a a small subset. So are you sure you didn't just tell him the podcast today was at the different time, and then he showed up? You just couldn't handle it, could you? Well, we never will know. (laughs) We never will know. But, uh, you know, going into the next week – it's starting to consume me 
0-3, you know, I, it, it's these competitive things that we do. You know, 3-2 and two I can handle in my fantasy league, but this is going to eat at me, you know, at being 0-3 in this tennis league. This over-40 tennis league is driving me crazy. And uh, it's just ate me up all morning. I'm glad Chad's not here because I didn't want to hear about it because I'm sure that's what he was, uh, he was interested in doing. Um, Sounds like you need to find a better partner. Hey? I do need to find a better partner. Thank you, because it is not my mistake that we on that. Um, the other thing that we were talking about is uh, I was. If you did not listen to the last podcast, Chad asked me out on a date. I'm pretty sure it was a date. How'd it go? Uh, no, no, no. It's this Thursday. Oh, is it? Oh. We, we were going to Asheville <laughs> to watch the Greyhounds. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I uh, I'm not sure who's driving. I don't know if it's Dutch. I don't know what we're doing here, but right. we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, how about you guys? This week? Uh, we have no date plan. This no week. date plans. No, no Thursday yeah. night date with Michael. You're not taking him out. Uh, he did try to ask me on a date. No, last we go week, on a date. Well, well, we go on a date every about every two weeks with the uh, Street Circle Drive podcast. Uh, we we went out to lunch today. We had uh, the House of Nom Nom. It was delicious. Oh, it is delicious. Yeah. I love the, that hashtag bubble tea. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. Didn't like no, it. Uh, yeah, he didn't it's even a choking try. hazard, man. <laughs> Those things fly up that straw right in the back of your throat. Good yeah. Lord. <laughs> No, nah, I'm good on that. Uh, playing a golf tournament last Friday. Uh, I, I assembled uh, three other uh, top-notch golfers that I thought we had a shot at the uh, LR Homecoming tournament. No shot. No shot. No shot. We shot 56, got beat by six. Oh, my gosh. 50. 50 took that home. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they had Trent Shrugs hitting the long ball out there on a, on a hole. He moves it. He hits it a long yeah. way, buddy. Yeah, he does. He moves it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So – 50. 50. So on the I think same that's that, getting pencil whipped right there. No, it's not. It, 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 the thing is, is the guy... Um, Are they with people that even knew what LR was beforehand? Or, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, they actually, well, a couple, guys play, a couple guys on that team. Uh, Patrick Laney, uh, play, he played played at LR for a year. Then they had a guy that played at the University of Cincinnati, Joe Costellic. Oh, and, yeah. you know, they had... They, they, you know, they could have had three four-year-olds, two other four-year-olds playing on their team. How do they, they expect won. you to compete? They they don't. They've won like three or four years in a row. But yeah. anyway, that's how, that's how my... Uh, uh, Friday went, but you you know, I'm, the, I'm in your same boat, Hank. Like, I, I think I'm a superior athlete when it comes to things like that, and then I just realized that I'm just—it's just not. Yeah, I'm just not. No, I'm an old man. I'm yeah, forty. Yeah, I'm an old man. I'm forty. I'm man. I'm forty. Yeah, I mean, it, you I'm know, three years behind you, and I feel it. I yeah, feel it. I, I, it's starting to grind on me, and um, I can tell you, I, I, I heard this before. Is I still feel spry, and I can, you know, I can still compete at a certain level but um you heard these hit these milestones and it starts to change a little bit and uh i hope it uh it continues to go slow and not speeds yeah, up yeah. so i don't know exponential decrease increase that's exactly right well you know before we move any further uh, before at the beginning of our podcast they usually talk about our sponsor and our sponsor is the sock factory all right, so it's a family that's been here since uh, had this business since 1975. Uh, great family-owned business that has uh, been through ups and downs in the textile industry and has been providing high-level, high-quality socks in this area for a long time. Um, their three major uh, lines are Crazy Compression, Fit Sock, and William Tucker, all of which I have. If I didn't wear them, I feel like I'd get my house burned down. That's my right. He would. Michael come Bain. for you. I actually have uh, William Tucker's on right now. Yeah, they're great socks. If uh, you, know, you can go get them at thesockfactory.com or you can go to their, um, their plant and pick some up. Uh, really friendly uh, environment down there and a really great product. Um, so we appreciate their sponsorship. But last week, 
uh, the Sock Factory guys kind of put us on blast, and they said that they don't believe that our picks are reasonable, which hurts me. It that, hurts that's, me. How dare them, really? I know. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this arena, well, but in some arena. Well, I am. Hank, tell us how you did, buddy. All right. Well, I, I last week I wrote down, I decided I would write down these picks. And um, so against the spread, mind you, against the spread, I went eight, five, and one. That's tough. Hey, that's making that's like, money. That's 75%. That's making money. Yeah. Chad went 7, 6, and 1. That's making less that's money. Your, it's making less money. It's far less superior than mine. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're losing juice on that. Yeah, really. You're not getting there. The one thing he did win, though, is we did a little wager between Louisville and NC State. And NC State came out winning that one. And I bet him a fit sock. So I hope our sponsors will... Work with me to pay off my debt. That's and, right. Well, uh, they come in three packs, so you can give them one pair and true. keep two. But so you know what? I wear a, like a man size, a, you know, <laughs> an XL sock. Oh, Chad. Here we go. Chad wears a small, so I'll get you that sock there, Chad. I'll get it for you. But eight, eight, five, and one. I'll take that any All week. day. All day. Yes. You're making money, right? So from here on out, fit sock. You better start taking these picks. And take them all. Don't pick one or two because then you can't blame me. Don't blame me if you yep. want to cherry pick. All that's in. what happens. And then they take two of your five. Right. You can't do Gotta that. go all. Yeah, that's what they do. They cherry pick. See, it's not me. Now, Hank, are you taking all of your picks? I am. <laughs> I am. I am. Yep. Especially the ones that look the best. Exactly. Especially the ones that look the best. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, we will make sure that we hold ourselves accountable. And at the end of the year... If it's not working out, don't follow me. I'm a real estate agent, <laughs> a real estate broker. I'm not a professional gambler. So uh, this may be uh, so it's a new market. Much, it's, so it's pretty much so your fault. Does that mean that, that we're like the guest pickers on college game day? That's exactly what you I like are. This. Yes. That's exactly what you are. I like it. So speaking of that, let's go ahead and get into our – well, no, before that – Let's talk a little bit about baseball. Before we get back into the, sure. the football, let's talk about baseball. Now, I don't know what kind of baseball fans you are. Are you big baseball fans? I, I love going to games. It's a lot more fun to me than watching. And of course, this is the season, but I'm also a Cubs fan. So most of the time, up until May, I, I never really had all that much to cheer for once right. the dog days of summer hit. But it is fun to watch now. I think it's at first I hated the idea of having, having the one wild card with the one game play in. I thought that was kind of cheesy right but it has brought some excitement especially some of them have gone to the world series or won the whole thing before so uh, i'm pleased with uh the cubs i was a little worried about them getting the nats i do think the dodger juggernauts there i think their swoon in august is probably was better time than we thought now that they're getting it back in play clayton kershaw's good isn't he nasty the astros are, are playing great right now i guess the Indians play. Do they play Indians yank tonight? Yeah. Oh, so that's no, 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 no. It just tomorrow. tonight is the Nats and the Cubs. Tonight's the Cubs and Nats. Yeah. I mean, it's been great so far. I mean, it's just playoff baseball is at another level. It's like playoff hockey. Right. Like both of those at another level compared to regular season. Right. So. Big fan? Uh, yeah. I, b- baseball, uh, probably, uh, you know, uh, silver medal sport in my book uh, behind soccer. But I um, – yeah, I grew up playing baseball until I saw a curveball. Then I had to quit because I couldn't hit it. Right. Uh, fair enough. Just like probably everybody else around. Um, I grew up a uh, Braves fan. And um, full disclosure, don't really watch a lot of baseball during the year, but am an avid fan come playoff time. Right. And it's, uh, th- th- there's nothing better. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, baseball's my sport. I love it. I right. mean, it's it's the one that I 
you know, I gravitate to whenever there's 10 TVs on, that's the one I'm watching. Um, and playoff baseball is, is amazing. And it's because big time players make big time plays, big time hits. And when you watch him under that pressure, when you, when you start to like break it down to the pressure that they're under and the expectations that they have, and they don't care and baseball is a game of failure. You know, if you right. if you can fail seventy percent of the time, you're going to be in that Hall of Fame territory. But those guys have to feel like they're on top of the world every time they go to the plate. And if they have one iota of just the idea that they won't get a hit, they're not going to get a hit. So the confidence that they have to carry to the plate or on the mound is just staggering to me. And, you know, at each level, it's bigger and bigger. And to watch some of the guys, you know, like C.J. Wilson for the Cubs was a crawdad Mm -hmm. a couple years ago. And he was, you know, he's not a big dude now, but he was like 100 pounds when he was here. And to see him, which looked like a scrawny 18-year-old yep. kid, which he was, and now being a major part of what the Cubs yeah, Edwards do. Edwards was here too. Yeah. Yeah, we had, they had a couple of skinny guys down here. But. Oh, no, no, I meant Edwards. I'm sorry. Oh, said okay. Wilson. And, and it is interesting too because baseball, especially for the, the quote-unquote four major league sports in the, North America, is the ultimate individual sport wrapped up as a team sport. Right. But, I mean, every play – is comes down to an individual making that play. Unlike, right. you know, a lot of other sports where it really is the play is going down as the team. So I I'll tell you what, just watching some of those pressure situations right. makes me sweat a little bit what, just sitting what, on the couch. What's magic for me is feeling the momentum through the T V. Yeah. I mean you can feel it. It's it's a it's it's indescribable because you're you're watching these guys and all of a sudden something happens and it just turns yeah. and you feel it and you're just like, Oh, you know exactly what's going to happen. And most of the time it does happen. Right. You know, and I, and it's, it's really hard to describe, but it's, uh, feeling that uncle Mo is, is real. Yeah. No, you're, you're it's exact, a real feeling. You're, you're exactly right. And that's kind of the, the, the cool thing about it. And the other thing is, is baseball players are a weird group. They're just a weird bunch of dudes, and I and I love that. Quirky, you know, I yeah. love it. I love like the major league um, bullpens and how that like the Cubs are some of the best. I love how they kind of act out in the dugouts. I love that. Um, you know, some of the the greatest memories I have in baseball are some of the weirdest conversations that I've had. I remember when my very first year at Elon. I had a coach that told me one of the best stories, and it was great, and I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this. But I was a catcher, and he said, listen to me. I bet you're a good boyfriend. And I said, well, why is that? And he's like, because you're a good catcher, and let me tell you why that means something. He said, when you sit behind the plate and you're catching and something goes wrong or something's going down and you have to go visit the gentleman that's pitching from you 60 feet away, within that 60 feet, you have to figure out what kind of mood that person's in. Then you got to tell them the right thing to make them feel pretty. He goes, I bet you you're a great girlfriend because on a split second, you have to figure out what a woman is feeling and what you have to tell them to make them feel pretty. And he's like, that's what makes a good catcher. Because when you walk out to that mound, they could tell you to shut up, turn back around and get back over there, or they could be crying in their glove. And you have to pick their, 
you know, the energy back up. And that's, that's the way baseball is, is one minute you're on top of the world. Next minute you're crying in your glove and it's all because of the momentum. But to see like Bryce Harper hit bombs when he needs to and putting teams on their back, you know, closers putting teams on their back. It's pretty awesome. I mean, it's pretty awesome. So I love this time. I've stayed up way too late watching all these games. Um, So they've already started. What, how are you feeling? What do you think in the series is going to be? Oh, I, you know, it's hard to, not have the Dodgers in there the way that they're going. They're young hitters. I mean, the, they're not looking like they're going to slow down. No. I mean, I feel like the Dodgers are. Uh, if the Dodgers and Cubs get to the the series to get into the World Series, you know, I mean, they're in the National League series. I feel like that that's probably um, going to be uh, who the winner is. Whoever makes it to the World Series. I think the Indians. I like the Indians. I think they're a bunch of dirt bags that play hard and i like that you yeah. know and so i i kind of think that it should be that yeah it'll be interesting to see whoever comes out of that series might actually trip up the strohs and i mean honestly if you were sitting there four years ago and said the astros are going to win 100 right. plus 102 games in 2017 right you would have laughed yourself to sleep right I would even venture to say that, uh, you know, kind of going back to the whole Houston community thing, uh, the Houston guys, they've got something to play for. Yeah. And, you know, not that the other guys don't have anything to play for, but they've got that community mentality that they're, you know, playing for uh, for others, if right. you will. Yeah. And they, and they have, like, real characters. Like Altuve is, I mean, a guy's 5'7". Five, 5'0". Five yeah. And he is three homers the other night he can hammer a baseball and to generate that much power out of that i mean he is at a extreme disadvantage against the six four second baseman when it comes to leverage and power and he's doing more with less and it's kind of cool to root for somebody like that i'm know? always rooting for short guys i, I figured you would that, you and chad <laughs> go get them all right well uh good i wanted to touch base on that i think that it's a good series if you're not watching um baseball right now uh you're kind of missing out just give it a chance give it one game one game tonight might be the one it's 538 washington versus chicago go cubs hey the bell hey there there you go chad i did the bell for you all right now let's uh talk a little bit of football all right let's talk a little bit of football here and get into the fantasy 45 this is chad's version of the fastest 45 in in fantasy football which it's not 45 seconds per team. He takes like four hours on the, on this. And but it's it not, sounds good. It's a good bite. It sounds great, yeah. but he, it, it's it's always lost. So what we tend to do is we look at the odds for these games. The first game up is Philadelphia versus Carolina. Okay, Both these teams are, are playing uh, fairly well. I mean, you know, uh, Carolina's certainly now scoring some points, although, you know, they had a tight one against Detroit. You know, they were able to pull it out 27-24. Cam... Um, it's starting to kind of look like the cam of old. I mean, he's starting to, you know, be the player that he was when he was having fun. And, and I have a little bit of a gripe that I'd like to put out on cam. I like cam. I, I do like cam Newton. I think he's a great football player. I think that he is a high energy player. Um, and I love what he does when he's having fun and he pulls his team into it and it's infectious. I hate what he does when they're losing and he pouts and he's I, I, a child. I, I cannot stand it. The same thing I like when they're winning is the exact thing I hate when they're losing because he acts like a kid. And if you're a – I don't care if he wants to feel that way, but if you're going to be a leader, you can't do that. You cannot do it because the rest of your team feels that and moves off of that and they react to that, especially younger guys. I mean, he's a young player, but he's – the captain. If it weren't for Olsen, you know, he'd be the the leader. Um, so I, I just have this 
thing with Cam that, you know, it was fun that first year because he didn't have any turmoil. But now, it's, oh, when he has a setback, I hate it. I hate it. You think that's probably why they moved Steve Smith, things like that? I, you see Smitty working with that no. in the locker room? No way. No way. No way. We know what Smitty can be like in a locker room. I yeah. mean, I agree with you. I think, you know, I, I get the passion. None of us like to lose. I, I haven't met anybody who does. Right. Especially so at that, that excuse, level. excuse, you know, just doesn't fly with me. But I'm with you. When you're the face of so many things and you want to be those things, and he can be. Right. I mean, he's in so many different things. No, not in yogurt now, but he's in so many different things. <laughs> right. You would think that a publicist, somebody would have a little bit more of a grab your arms around this, look at what the great ones have done in multiple sports, and that's not – they might have a one-off. Right. But it's the repeated. Yeah. At some point, you've got to be a pro. You know, I mean, it's – and I think that's just about it. You know, if you're looked at a leader, you have a C on your chest, you're the captain of the team – um, th- th- there's really no, absolutely no point in it. And you know the other kerfuffle that he had last week uh, with kerfuffle. with kerfuffle. I heard that with the uh, the female reporter and saying you know he w- he couldn't believe that you know th- this kind of thing. That just kind of shows his maturity level because right. you know y- you're sitting in front of a microphone. The three of us are also sitting in front of a microphone and very cognizant of the things that we say. And our market is and our you this know big. And, you know and we have you know hundreds of downloads a month. That's right. And and now that we're on there, your market just shrunk, that, but that, congratulations. Right. <laughs> but at some point, you just kind of have to sit back and say, okay, you know, one, be a pro, two, be an adult, three, realize realize that there's a microphone in front of your face. Like, be if you want to be the face of a franchise, be the face. You know, and the problem is, is I don't think he is. I think Luke is. Yeah. I think Luke is the leader of that team. You can, I mean, especially on the defense or side. Of, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, you know, it, I think maybe because Cam has those two guys to fall back on, he can act like a child. Right. But you know that's just outside looking in. We don't know the inner dynamics of that locker room. But you know, just watching Cam, you know, with that towel over his head, it's infuriating. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm in your camp. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I hate it, and I think it's because it's it's not what I envision a leader of a team to be. And that's and that's my own and our own cross to bear for this whole thing. But I just it infuriates me. And now that he's starting to see some success, he's starting to get away from it. But last year, remember when he was getting beat up last year? It was awful. It was yeah. awful to watch. So With every hit, yeah, I mean, every individual play, much less a game. Right. It was it was just awful to watch. But you know, hopefully, hopefully he's going to mature more. I don't know if he is, but um, you know, I, I just for. For my own sanity, I need to see him um, get a little bit better at that. So, looking at that game, Carolina, uh, Philadelphia playing Carolina, uh, over and under is 45. Uh, Carolina is a three-point favorite. Who you got in this matchup? This is a tough one. I, I, a part of me wants to – off the gut, I say Carolina, but part of that's because, you know, I look through tinted glasses and see what they've done. I'm, I'm with you. I think have they found the juice, let Cam run. That's just – maybe that's who we are. We can't save him from right. himself and what we need to do to be successful as an offense. So I'm going to go with Carolina. It's on home. It's, you know, a short week. But, uh, you know, I'm thinking between them figuring that out with Cam, having a solid defense, being at home should do it. But, I mean – Wentz is, is better than I thought he was going to be. Three oh four, four touchdowns last week. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Homer too. Uh, both teams came up with big wins last week. 
Uh, I, I don't think Philly's going to have much for Carolina at home on Thursday. So hey. I'm, I'm going uh, Carolina, the under over 45. You know, I'm going to take the under. You're a, you're a winner to your loser there. That a boy. I kind of like that pick. I kind of like Carolina. I think they're going to slowly get back into it. I feel like the confidence level with their tight end uh, is pretty high. Dixon went crazy. He last went week. crazy. Yeah, so he you did. don't five catches, one hundred thirty something. Yeah, it was crazy. He was over one forty or something like that. So you don't. You know, you're not. You know, when Olsen went down, you really had to look at it as like, all right, that's our. You know, our, our savior right there. What are we going to do now that they have him? I feel like they. You know, they can feel confident in going in with the same game plan. So I'm with you. Uh, I think Carolina covers at home. All right, next up, the next game is our friends in Cleveland. All right, our God friends in Cleveland are going to Houston, and Houston is a 12-point favorite. In the NFL, 12 points is about a million, so they obviously are coming into this thinking that they have nothing to give after the Browns lost to the Jets, 17-14. to 14. And I think Chad and I were talking about how both of those teams are just Gross, and uh, the Jets are three and two. Gross, though. Yeah, they are three I mean, and the two. The Jets gross. are three and two, and the Giants are zero oh and five. And the Browns are zero oh and five. Yeah, the Browns are zero oh for a lot. Thank God. Don't worry, Cleveland. Basketball starts next week. Yeah, for sure. So this is going to be. Um, I feel like uh, uh, an easy one to see who's going to win. But are they going to cover? What's your thought on this? Twelve is a bunch. Twelve is, 12 is a bunch, especially we already just talked about De- Houston losing two Titans on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, Deshaun is obviously finding a groove. I mean, shoot, fantasy-wise, he's scored a million points the last two weeks. Right. You know, I'm going to – I hate to do that. I'm going Cleveland. Wow. I'm taking the points. Wow, he's taking the points. That a boy. Now I'm looking at Andrew. What do You You look like you're going to take it. I'm taking Cleveland, too. I, it's, it, that's just too many to me, for me to give up. I mean, if I'm putting any of my hard-earned money on anybody, I'm taking 12 points in the NFL. I don't oh. care who you are. I think that that's a savvy business move, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying Cleveland. Write that down. Fit socks for everybody. Yeah, really. Cleveland cannot score in – Houston has proven that they can score. So, you know, putting up – I mean, the Chiefs aren't the greatest defense, but they still put up 34 against them. So, I'll be the outlier. I'll take them. All right, I'm going to take Houston. This could be one of my L's, but I'm going to take Houston minus the 12, um, and I'm going to stay over – or I'm going to stay under the 44. I think they're just going to hold them, hold them, hold them. Is that 13 nothing or something? I'm going to say it's going to be 10 to 24 or something like that. It's going to be somewhere close, but they're going to cover. Next up, New England takes on the Jets. Talk about a, a team that has been up and down. We're talking about New England. You know, they're always out. You know, they're, they're always in the mix. They, for sure, are scoring the heck out of some points. But, you know, they had their hands full with Carolina last week, and who knows what they're going to do with the Jets. The Jets have realized that they can win every once in a while. Um, but the Patriots barely beat the Buccaneers 19-14. to 14. Uh, The Buccaneers, you know, are – a better team now that they got Doug Martin back. Um, but who knows if uh, they're going to be able to pull it off against the Jets. You know, it's uh, always nice when they get to play each other because they're from the same geography. Same so, division, long time. Here's, here's an interesting stat. Five weeks into the season, the Jets are the only team that has surpassed their Vegas preseason over-under for wins. Wow. 
their preseason over-under was two and a half wins, and they've already got three. So oh. Todd Bowles needs to stop right now. Coach of the year. Yeah. He's done. Hey, hey, I, that's a Forget great. Forget Belichick. Yeah, that's a great stat. Chad East would never have pulled out that stat. That's, that's a great stat right there. Yeah, because, I mean, they are certainly, at the beginning of the year, we everybody was like them. And them and the Browns. I mean, those yeah. are the two teams and maybe the 49ers. In like, Jacksonville. I, everybody didn't yeah, think Jacksonville Everybody jumped great. on Jacksonville. I think we were expecting their defense to be good, but still, they, right. they could still go get um, Bortled. Right. Right. They could get Bortled. That's a, that's a great one. Now, New England always comes into these contests with heavy numbers to have to to score they're favored by nine and a half Andrew what do you think nine and a half still too much yeah that's home dog I, yeah I'm not I'm not taking nine and a half away that's that's nuts yeah I I, I couldn't agree with you more I think that the Jets actually are going to pull this off because yeah. um, they I think New England sometimes plays to their competition when they play with good teams they're able to score a bunch um, I'm with you I think that's way too many points and uh, I think New England is a stinker on this game, and they're going to be under that point total. Mm, I'm taking New England. New England, okay. See, there's a lot of parity with these two guys in here. Next up, we have Miami. Who is the Cutler-driven Miami? Man, who would have thought that that guy still has He's so soft. He <laughs> is so soft, man. And they are playing Atlanta, coming off a of bye week, which, you know, always seems to help. They're getting in at the beginning of the year or the first few weeks of the year. Um, been playing well up until this point. Miami is a again new nine, offensive line coach at Miami, right? <laughs> we talking about nine and a half points. Atlanta is giving nine and a half points. We have seen twelve points, nine and a half, nine and a half. What do you think? Some high spreads, right? High now. spreads. Uh, honestly, Miami. Jay Cutler is as bad as we thought he was going to be. They. I don't see it. Atlanta had two weeks to prepare for Miami. If they can't have two weeks and beat Miami by double digits, then they aren't going to win the South. I got Atlanta all day. I, I'm with you. Yeah, with speaking you. of Miami and, and lines, I'm taking uh, <laughs> Miami. You're going to take Miami I'm going to take Miami, yeah. I'm going to take Miami and uh, just because I, I, I want to keep the outlier. And I just wanted to put that joke in my back pocket yeah, right really. there. My gosh. What a horrible. Hey, Jay's going to have to edit that one. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Now, I get, let's get on Cutler, all right? He's, I mean. Gase was banking on being the Cutler whisperer. Right. And maybe maybe Camel Joe's the Cutler whisperer because it ain't Adam Gase. No, you've got to be able to have look at your quarterback and him have heart and want to play. And that is not some, he wants a check and he wants to do what yes. he wants to do. They have Jarvis Landry. They have. Uh, who are their other uh, Parker, Parker Stills? Yeah, no downfield passing last week. Yeah. None, no passes beyond twenty yards. Soft, horrible. Yeah, that guy is soft. He's awful. And Atlanta, is he smoking cigarettes? Atlanta, on the can, still, <laughs> Atlanta can run. They're playing at home all day. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I think the only person that's insane in here is Andrew. <laughs> Next up, Detroit is going down to New Orleans. New Orleans has been off um, for the week. Detroit played a. Tight game against uh, Carolina. Came back there at the end, showed a lot of heart, but couldn't slam the door. Um, New Orleans is always a potent offense. They're going to get their points over and under on this game's 51, which I don't think is enough. I think that they're going to score a lot. They're playing in New Orleans. Uh, negative um, Minus four points for New Orleans. Uh, I think that New Orleans is going to come out playing well. Like I said, you know, you get two weeks to game plan for somebody, it's hard to beat them, and especially if it's a tight competition uh, – tight contest so i'm going to take new orleans how about you boys uh, i'm taking new orleans at uh at the four and uh uh breaking news adrian peterson just got traded yep. 
Not oh, I didn't. He, even... Not that he was even doing anything, but he got. He just got traded. I saw it coming to across the Cardinals, the feed. and they dropped Chris Johnson. Uh, oh man. Yeah, but so I, I, you I won't I would, be able to see him three times. I think this it's going to be. Yeah, shoot, really. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I'll take the over in New Orleans. I'm going Detroit. I think that um, they are a better team than what they showed last week. I think Carolina is better than what people have thought. Even though New Orleans got Carolina to go real good a couple weeks ago. Yep. I just don't New Orleans, and still I see it from their defense. I'm, I'm taking Detroit on a flyer. There you go. No, you're exactly right. Detroit. I mean, uh, New Orleans defense is horrible. They cannot keep people from scoring. So until they figure that out, um, I mean, it's hard to just keep outscoring somebody as you keep going down. So uh, New Orleans minus four, and uh, we've got some uh, parity going on in these picks here. Next up, Green Bay at Minnesota. Minnesota last night lost or uh, won a, heart, a heartbreaker for the, the debut. For the Bears quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, Tar Heel. yeah. And uh, I thought he played pretty well. thought he played pretty well. I mean, he, he didn't embarrass he didn't himself the out game. there. God, can we talk about that two-point conversion? Oh, that was crazy. Oh, that, that was, was a crazy slick. play call. So, he's been holding that one forever. Yeah, yeah, you won't get away with that one too many times, <laughs> but it was crazy. Did you see that play? I, I know. that one. It was like a handoff option. Um, yeah, it was, a reverse, it was a reverse, like, Option. It was a reverse option. A reverse option. It was crazy. He handed it off. Who handed it to a fullback? A tight end. A I tight think. end who optioned it back to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, and he ran around the end. It was. That yeah, was. It was it, great. It, it was, was great. a great. It was a great call. Um, but I thought he played pretty well. It was good to see. But the Vikings are, you know, Sam Bradford. My gosh, he is just made of glass. I, you know, I hate it for him because he is a great quarterback if he could stay on the field. But he just cannot do it and he wasn't feeling you know he wasn't healthy so why bring him back i thought that that was a poor decision on their part but seeing keenum what he did a couple weeks ago is there that much of a drop off you wonder right i mean dalvin cook obviously is a a loss for them as far as what they can do offensively but yeah i'm with you bradford you just never know what you're going to get right packers uh were able to put 35 on the cowboys so you know they're always going to score um and score a lot um so the spread here is three and a half um, I think that that's plenty of room for Green Bay to wiggle in. If you don't take Green Bay here thing, this is what Chad would call the lock of the century. <laughs> I feel like lead pipe lock of the week. Yeah, that's that's it. I think that they're. Uh, I don't. Minnesota's defense is good, but I don't think they're going to be able to score um, at the same rate as what Green Bay is. No way. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, best player Sandies. on the field. You see what he did that last drive. He didn't doubt for one second. That he was going to roll up there, score that winning touchdown, and be done. He, Minnesota's less of a threat to him than, than the Cowboys. Right? Yeah, he's just going to he's going to break it off in him this week. He's going <laughs> he's going to kill him this week. <laughs> he's going to break it off in him. There you go. All right. Next up, we have Chicago and Baltimore. We've talked a little bit about the Chicago uh, uh, their game last night. It looks like they may have a quarterback that they can rely on to not lose games for him for them i think that that's a big important uh point baltimore is coming off the win over oakland oakland wasn't the same team without Carr. i think with ej manual whose last job i believe was in buffalo um could not prove to be a formidable foe for the ravens uh, they still put up 30 points against a relatively good defense uh the spread is seven for baltimore what do you think we got here guys I just don't see it with Baltimore. I know they've won a couple of games. I think Flacco is – I don't get it. Maybe I need to watch more football. I, I'm taking the points. I'm going with Chicago. I think that their running game is better than it was. I think Minnesota's defense is better. Baltimore, 
they, they obviously could prove me wrong. I was surprised when I saw the spread was seven. I'm taking the points and going with Chicago. Oh, wow. Trevinsky's first win, maybe. Maybe. Or just lost by less than Or seven. lost by less. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Second yeah, loss. Yeah, I, I, I don't like Chicago away anywhere. Um, but I'm, I'm going to take the – the Baltimore Ravens there. I'm with 40, you. 41 and a half. That seems like a, seems like a high number, too. I'm, I'm going to take the under there. Under on that one. I kind of like that. I'm with you. Baltimore, I think Baltimore at home against Chicago is going to show Mitch that he cannot come in here and uh, play them any better. True. So, so, huh? True. <laughs> yeah. Whiskey. Yeah. True. Unbelievable. We get, we're getting like a comedy over a comedy actor in the fantasy. Yeah, I'm going to encourage him now. Yeah, I was getting ready to say this is, uh, this is entertaining. Next up, we have San Francisco at Washington, which in years past would have been a great game to watch. But San Francisco, my gosh, they are. Shanahan's got some work to do. He does have some work to do. Um, I think the, I, you know, both of these teams, Washington was really, I felt like we're coming into this off a so they're coming off a bye week san francisco lost to the colts which you know Brissett has actually been a pretty reasonable quarterback this year and let's be honest even if luck was in there nobody was thinking that they were going to you know set the place on fire so jacoby Brissett, i've been impressed with him as a backup yeah two wins so far very little time to prep with this team right and i mean two wins you know i mean two wins for them already that's kind of uh, not expecting what they were expecting with luck not being in there. So San Francisco visiting Washington, Washington coming off a bye week. They're giving nine points to San Francisco. Is that too much? That's too much. Too much, too much. Yeah, that's too much, much, too, too much. much. That's too much, too much. Okay. I'm so- going to take the 49ers and the points. Going to go under 46 and a half. Again, I just – I mean, where are these uh, these points coming from? I, I just don't I just don't see them scoring that many. That's a lot of points. I got to agree with you there. You know, I'm I'm going with San Francisco too. I keep going back to their game a couple Thursday nights ago when they played the Rams, who have a really good defense. As well, maybe not putting it together all the time, right. but they have all the pieces. And I see how high scoring that was. I would take San Francisco in the over. Oh, hey, 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 hey. I'm going to go completely against you. <laughs> and, and Only I, one of us shall are stand we, Are we keeping end. up with these? We, oh, we're going to need to revisit. Yeah, I'm keeping up with them. Yeah, we, revisit. Yeah, we, revisit. we can revisit it on the, uh, on the <laughs> or when never we listen be to it. Yeah, or never yeah. be invited. <laughs> Washington minus nine. I think they're coming with, you know, with the bye week. I think they're going to come out prepared. And, you know, the 49ers, although they scored 23 points, it was against the Colts. And I don't feel like that's a real good indication of how good your defense is. So I'm going to stick with Washington and the nine. Next up, the Rams versus Jacksonville, which I think are two of the teams that are probably the most surprising. Um, this could be a good game. On paper, this is a good game. Yeah. Surprisingly. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that they're both going to come out of this scoring. You know, I mean, the Jaguars scored 30 points this week. And Fournette looked like the running back that people thought he was going to be because he ran his back out against um, against the Steelers. So uh, I, I'm with you. I think that Jacksonville and the Rams are going to be a pretty good game. Uh, the Rams were beat by Seattle 16-10 um, to 10 in a kind of a snoozer. Um, it was, That's just a Seattle thing. Yeah, it was a boring game. But um, it is a two-and-a-half. Jacksonville is giving two-and-a-half points to the Rams. What do you think? Uh, I like Jacksonville at home there. Uh, I think uh, the L.A. Rams are going to be real intimidated having more than 15,000 people in the stadium. <laughs> that would be intimidating. <laughs> they play in front of a middle school most of the time. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking Jacksonville simply for the fact that the L.A. is flying cross-country and that usually stuns people. Uh, if this was in L.A., I would have taken them as the home. So I'm going with the home Jags. 
We are on the same page. I'm going to take Jacksonville in the uh, in giving the two and a half points. I don't think that the Rams come in. I don't think that I th- and you know there's only so much that those Rams can do. Gurley, people are starting to tee in on him, and I don't think necessarily that he's going to have the great day that he did. I mean, he had 43 yards rushing um, right. in their last game, so people are starting to figure out him out just and a little is, bit. Golf is showing promise, but he still doesn't have it together. Right. Right. I, and the Jags, holy cow. I know Big Ben gave himself a hard time saying he, maybe he doesn't have it anymore. Right. But, man, the Jags made him look just amateur. Five interceptions. Two pick yeah, six. Not good. Yeah, that's not good. That's not a good day at the office. That's not, <laughs> I don't care how many Super Bowls you've won. All right, so we are taking Jacksonville minus two and a half. Next up, Tampa and Arizona. Uh, we've started our – uh, this is the second of our four o'clock games. Tampa Bay, who we saw play the Patriots and just barely lose fourteen, but did not show a lot of offense in that game. Tampa Bay, um, no Arizona. I'm sorry, uh, Arizona is who they played. They took a thrashing from Philly, uh, thirty-four to seven. Um, you know, the, Carson Wentz and that team, are, I feel like, are one of the the bigger surprises of the year. I think that they're he's playing way better than what I would have expected him to do. But I'm really kind of dissatisfied with uh, the Cardinals and how they're playing. I mean, their running game's awful, and you know they obviously with Doug Johnson they're a different game. I mean, a different team, but they've got some really good receivers and really reliable receivers. And I'm kind of it's kind of amazed me to watch them only score seven points. Um, seeing that the spread is one, I kind of find that funny. I'm going to take Tampa Bay going into Arizona, and I think they, they're going to be able to do it. It's plus one for Tampa Bay. What do you guys think? I'm with you on Tampa Bay. This Tampa Bay team was expected to be better than they have shown us this year so far. Arizona is was not expected to be much this year, and I think they're showing us. They cut Chris Johnson. I don't know if they're expecting anything from Adrian coming in You know, right. five days later. You know, give me Tampa. Right. Yeah. Um. I'm going against it. I, 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 I'm going to take Arizona. I think uh, Adrian Peterson might uh, just be a little ticked off. Oh, um, we're going to see that the Adrian maybe, Peterson of old. Yeah, just you know, jump off the uh, AARP list and just uh, run wild all over him. Oh, run wild all over him. I like it. All right, so we again cannot pull three people in the same room together and have this, a similar opinion. Way to go over there, Moose. Next up, we have Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Kansas City has been freaking out five and oh i mean they are playing incredible and it's good to watch them it's good to watch you know a different market team play like this i mean scoring 42 points against the texans i know that they have their loss in their defensive guys but that's a lot of points um they're going to be facing big ben who you know big ben had a terrible time normally at home he plays very well but five interceptions like we just talked about he played so bad um it's hard to believe that this is only a, uh, a negative. I mean, uh, they're giving three. Kansas City is giving three to Pittsburgh. That feels like a bait it pick. But I'm taking the bait, and I'm going to take Kansas City because I don't think Pittsburgh comes back. Yeah, I'm taking the two. Uh, Kareem Hunt and Alex Smith are good, man. They, they're, they're, they're a good combination, uh, not only in real life but fantasy football as well. So um, taking Kansas City. You know what? 5-0 is going to end this week. I'm oh, taking Pitt. There it is. Can I Ben's get not him? having that same game. They're going to realize they need to go with Bell more than they need to worry about Ben's arm, and I think they're going to slow this game down enough to win it. See, there we go. Way to get my 
See, this is I'm why we're going over, or you might invite me back. <laughs> yeah, be one of those two. There's no in, may, in the between. Yeah, you may be the the swami <laughs> from when we come back here. Nostradamus over that, here. That's exactly right. Football Nostradamus. Uh, next up, we have the Chargers of L.A. versus Oakland Raiders. Um, as we talked about, you know, the Chargers started off awful, zero and four. Got to play a not so great team in the Giants and ended up coming away with a victory 27 to 22. This is where Odell Beckham Jr. was injured. Um, the uh, Oakland Raiders are now trying to patch together their season with a backup quarterback where they lost to the Ravens um, 30 to 17. Uh, Oakland and the Chargers do not have a line right now. I think they're waiting to hear if Carr. Yeah. That's, that's Vegas pulled it off. Right. Of that. Right. So I don't know if Carr's going to be back. If Carr's back, they should be a heavy favorite, I believe, um, and I would certainly take them. Um, but if he's not, I think the Chargers end up pulling this out. I, I'd take Oakland. I mean, right now if we're looking at it, you know, say it's basically a pick em, Right. I'll take Oakland. I think um, – Even with the manual. This is almost a must win for a team that had serious playoff aspirations right. this year. So I'm just going to go on that. And if they can't pull this off injury or not – They've got a long road up. Keep the streak alive, LA Chargers. Moving right along. God, moving right along. Gross. All right, moving right along. New York Giants take on the Denver Broncos. Uh, yeah, golly. <laughs> They're um, awful. The Giants. Okay, so this is the Denver is giving nine and a half points to the Giants. They have no weapons. No weapons out there. And I feel like that's going to be. This is going to be the three and oh. This is it. I think this is it. This it, is it for us. This is it. I. I couldn't agree with you more. I think Denver is not the juggernaut that some of these other teams are, but I don't think the Giants can st- can score. Eli's going to come out and underwhelm everyone, and he's you know he's going to make his few passes, and uh, they're going to end up losing by not nine and a half. I feel like they're going to end up losing by like twenty. I got a question for you. Sure. Does Eli throw more touchdowns to his team or to Denver? <laughs> That's a great question. On, you could put that on the board right now, and there would be yeah, some that's action. That's a great prop bet. That, yeah. that would be a one and yeah. a half would be a wonderful yeah. runder on the number of touchdowns. Yeah, give me Denver all day. Odell was the only reason they could score beforehand. Their running game hasn't done anything, and now there's no Odell. Right. Good luck. Uh, I mean, it, in Denver, have yeah. fun, Eli. Von Miller's right on your back. Yeah, and, yeah. and they're coming off a of bye week. Denver is. Yeah, the, you know, the Giants, uh, Odell Beckham was pretty much their only weapon. He's down. They were using him to overload a side. Yep. Boys, is it. We're going Denver. 3-0. 3-0, Denver. That a boy. Well, that takes us through our games. You know, last week, I must remind you, I was 8-5-1. Chad was 7-6-1. He was the big loser on the week. So if you want to follow our picks, I'm going to keep a tab of this until I lose so badly that I no longer want to watch what's going on. But 8-5-1, it's going to happen this week. And Either I'm going to be the big loser, or you guys are going to be the big loser. Well, I mean, last year, last week, we were 14 and 0. It was just no recorded history. That's of exactly us. I mean, right. You can't prove us wrong, right? Yep. That's right. That's exactly right. I just have a recorded history of my mix, which is not good. Um, but I, uh, you know, I, it's still some good football out there. I'm I'm excited about this week. I'm excited to see how fantasy plays into this. We talked about the injuries. We talked about the bye weeks. Um, hopefully, um, I'll be able to get my squad back to. The way that it should look um, from going uh, from this point forward, I might have by next week. I might have you guys tell me what your picks are. You're gonna have to listen and tell me what they are, um, so I can get a tallied record of uh, what you guys do. I want to make sure I I hold you accountable too. Um, so we'll make sure we do that. And then Chad, we should make Chad send in his picks. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. 
Yeah, so we'll do that just to make sure that we're on there. Okay, on tap for this week, anything outside of sports going on? I'm trying to think of uh, what's going on this uh, this weekend. I can't uh, really think locally, about it. Uh, Hickory Oktoberfest is okay. going on this weekend. Hickory Oktoberfest, okay. That's always a good time. Lots of rides, a lot of people watching. Chicken on a stick. Chicken on a stick. Waffle, uh, a uh, funnel cake. That's right. Oh, man. <laughs> Be weeding everything out of buckets and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place to people Carnival watch. Carnival rides that may not be safe Any for children. Festival. Any, Any festival. Any festival or fair is. Yeah. Brings them out, sir. It does bring them out. And you, sh- you, you, but you should go out. It's always been fun. It's always been safe. I've always, like, you know, we go up there every year and take my little boy up there. And it's I've never felt like it was a, a bad scene. Um I'm sure if you get much later than what we're there, it could turn into a bad scene. But uh, uh, it's always been a lot of fun. I've I've done it. I remember doing it when I was in elementary school. In, sure, it's a, it's, school. it's it's a good event for our town for sure. Yeah, it is, and it's starting to st- up until this week. It's starting to feel like fall. I mean, this Absolutely. is this is the way October's best best is supposed to be it's supposed to be you know cooler air football on um it's you know it's kind of good anything else that we're uh tracking for the weekend anything else huh no nah? none for me yeah this that, is my that, time of the year it's college football baseball playoffs basketball is about to start i mean i'm in heaven right now yeah this is a good time of the year i hate that we were uh uh, minus the hype man, Chad, Chad double O East. Uh, we look forward to having him in the uh, studio next week. I hope I, uh, did you proud by driving the, driving the train down the track, but, uh, we look forward to having you here. I hope you saw all that paper and to everybody else. Uh, look forward to you being back out with you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.